Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Feel Good Podcast with Kimberly Snyder. My goal is to help you develop a holistic lifestyle based on our four cornerstone philosophy, food, body, emotional well-being, and spiritual growth. This holistic approach will help you feel good, which I define as being connected to your most authentic, highest self. And this is the place from which your energy, confidence, creativity, true power, and true beauty will start to explode. Every week, we provide you with interviews from top experts in their field or a solo cast from yours truly to support you in living your most beautiful, healthy, and joyful life. I'm your host, Kimberly Snyder, founder of Saluna, New York Times bestselling author, and holistic wellness, nutrition, and meditation teacher. Let's get started. Hey, beauties. Welcome back to our Thursday Q&A podcast, where our topic today is dealing with holiday dread. And I love this title. I love this topic because it's so real. It's so authentic. It's when we don't sugarcoat things. And yes, the holidays can be about uh, vegan Christmas cookies and presents and trees and lights and, you know, all these beautiful aspects. But there is another aspect of the holidays, which of course is stress and including financial stress. If you have a huge amount of people that you typically get presents for, there's um, rushing around, there's drama within families, there's all sorts of things. And we don't want to pretend that they're not there. Of course, we want to embrace it, I think, you know, which is really this whole concept of wholeness is that it's not all just about the shiny, uh, pretty stuff, but also about the shadow side and the parts that throw up a lot of um, triggers for us or just a lot of feelings and to really just equip ourselves with tools and techniques so that we are able to move through the holidays in this case as as uh, gracefully as possible, as um, as lightly as possible, so to speak, so that we feel our best, you know, simple as that. Um, in contrast, I find when we pretend that things aren't stressful when they are, or we pretend that things are um, just so when they're not, we, we abandon ourselves. We shut down part of ourselves. We don't acknowledge parts of ourselves. And of course, our wholeness is part of our power. So it's our ability to, to look at everything and to deal with it that continues to make us stronger and stronger. So needless to say, I am super excited for your questions today. As always, our Thursday show comes from real questions from our community from all around the world that are submitted and our wonderful, wonderful Saluna team organizes them. Uh, we have amazing people working on the podcast, including our beauty, Nicole, who has been with me for many years now, and she puts in a lot of hard work going through all these questions. Today, I'm going to be reading the questions and answering them, which I think I will continue to do here for the next little while. So I'm going to stop saying it every week. Uh, Caitlin is super busy. We have some amazing stuff that we're launching very, very soon, some before the holiday and a lot in Q1 next year. So I'm really, really excited about that. A uh, quick reminder to please leave us a review on iTunes, which is a wonderful way to support the show. So thank you so much in advance. And to please also be sure to subscribe to our show over there. 
or wherever you listen to podcasts. And that way you don't miss out on this amazing, right? I like to think of it as amazing, hopefully, um, heart connection, self-care space where you know, it's really about community and about supporting each other on this path. So all that being said, let's dive into our questions today around dealing with holiday dread. The first question comes from Trisha in New York, and she writes, I feel like my expectations of what a holiday should look like is warped. How can I prepare my mind so that I don't feel so let down? Trisha, thank you so much for your question. Sending you a big warm hug over to New York. I used to live in New York, and I have to admit that I really struggle with the cold. (laughs) So I know what it's like to be really cold. I just love the warmth. And I know, you know, we build resiliency over time, but I have to say that hubby just got an ice bath and I am not that excited about it. (laughs) I've been in it a couple of times. Um, I find ice baths much easier to do in the summer. So anyways, not to get off into too much of a tangent, but um, big warm hugs to all you guys living in really, really cold places right now. I think the answer to this question is actually contained in the question itself when I hear the word expectations, Trisha. And this kind of reminds me of the word should. When we set up expectations and then life comes and reality comes, there is often a gap between our expectations and between how things show up. And what that means, or should, like it should look like this, but it actually looks like that. So that gap is the cause of suffering. It is a huge cause of stress. And we don't need that in our lives. There's already enough going on. So one thing I would say, Trisha, is drop the expectations. I mean, it's it's simple, it's easy, and it's very, very powerful. So how do we do that? We remain open. We don't close up. We don't have a narrow look, ex- again, expectation of how things should be, how the holidays should go, who should, you know, say this and who should be cooking that exactly and how all these little details, right? Um, life is, is multifaceted and holidays can be quite challenging for us, especially because we're used to seeing imagery and, and, and social media and, and movies and all these depictions of these perfect holidays. And when we think, oh, that's real life and that's what holidays should look like, again, we can set ourselves up for tremendous suffering and tremendous disappointment because that's not real life. So openness is the antithesis to expectations. I have struggled with expectations of myself in the past um, expecting me to get, you know, myself to get all these things done, expecting myself to, um, you know, back years ago when I had, you know, a lot of different issues around food, expecting myself to eat perfectly or to lose weight in a, you know, set amount of time or expectations about achievements. And it's so stressful and it's so demoralizing. So what I've done, and this has been a result of practice, my practice, which my daily practice involves meditation, which is the ultimate place for me to feel open. And I carry that into my life. So I encourage all you guys to start a meditation practice if you haven't already. And remember that we have free meditations for you over at mysaluna.com. 
I put out free meditations every week on Instagram at underscore Kimberly Snyder. Um, but the reason that meditation is such a wonderful way to get past this habit of expectations is in meditation, uh, when properly practiced, you drop into the center. You drop into the space of infinite potentiality. You drop into a space where instead of being the small, limited self, we become the expanded self. We connect with everything else. So I have found for me personally, spending more time in that space, spending more time in meditation is a way that has helped me get past all these expectations, you know, holiday expectations and beyond. And I think just simply reminding yourself, Trisha, you know, remain open. Just tell that to yourself. Don't um, when you find yourself in your mind going down a pathway of painting this exact picture of the holidays, pull it back and just say, you know, that would be nice, but whatever shows up is meant to be. And take some deep breaths, take it one step at a time, um, keep up with your self-care practices during this whole holiday season, your morning practice, you know, warm baths, warm showers, hot water with lemon, whatever all your practices are, and remind yourself that you know, ultimately it is what we make of it. Um, holidays are, you know, a moment in time and they go. And, um, what's most important is that we just stay centered. We do our best to stay connected to ourselves, to each breath, to each moment, however it shows up and we do our best. So lots of love to you, Trisha. Thank you so much for your wonderful question. I love that as an opening. Next question comes from Stan in Montana. And he writes, I'm dreading the holidays. Well, first of all, Stan, before I get in, I just send you so much love. I love when uh, one of our brothers comes forth and gives questions. We've been getting more vocal brothers in our community, and we welcome you and we love you. (laughs) So Stan's question is, I am dreading the holidays. It's a reminder of how dysfunctional my family is and how I don't want to be around them. Any suggestions? Oof, Stan, I totally understand this. Uh, the rest of the year, we kind of, you know, live our lives and we do what feels good to us. But the holidays can feel a time when we are corralled with other family members and forced into situations like, you know, dinner tables and uh, more time together than we may be used to. And of course, this can bring up a lot from the past and a lot that may be not necessarily fully processed because a lot of us do have triggers and wounds from our childhood and that comes up and, you know, we all have them. I know I have them. So, and I, you know, try to work through them by, uh, by sitting in the discomfort and facing it, uh, which is a whole other topic, but something that, um, I would love to talk about more another day. Not going to get off track though. (laughs) Caitlin's not here. I'm going to, uh, do my part to keep myself focused. So, Listen, a lot of us have, you know, no one has perfect families and there's dysfunction in all families. So what I do um, in these sorts of situations is I prepare myself, I fortify myself before I go in. If I'm in a triggered state or I have some anxiety or um, I'm feeling, uh, you know, stressed or tired or whatever about something else, that situation I know is going to be way more heightened. So I prepare myself. I, you know, I know, you know, Stan, that there's a lot of different energies that are going to come into the mix. But what you want to focus on is yourself. 
Um, if you go into this knowing, hey, I'm not probably, probably not going to change all my family members' opinions or ideas of me, um, that's not what I'm going to focus on. I'm going to focus on staying calm. I'm going to maybe do a meditation before I go in. I'm going to have a wonderful morning. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to do a walk. Um, I'm going to eat a healthy breakfast, my GGS. So anchor yourself through your four cornerstones, right? So food-wise, have a great morning. Feel good in your body. GGS, hot water with lemon. Secondly, within your body, like we said, maybe you go for a walk or you do some yoga or you do something physically. So you feel strong, you feel energized in your body. Emotionally, you want to prepare. You may want to journal before you go in. You may write down things that may come up. You know, when I'm around my family, it brings up my trigger of not being seen. It brings up my trigger of feeling that, um, you know, my brothers were favored over me or it brings up just all this old anger. And so just let it come out of you. Let, let yourself feel it. And then you can let the wisdom part of yourself chime in or not. Or maybe it's just this space, this freeform space where you can really just allow your feelings to be there. Or sometimes what I do in my journal, and I've, I've shared this with you before, I'll say the fear and then truth and wisdom. So I write fear. Fear is, hey, you know, I'm really scared about this holiday dinner because I think I'm going to be really triggered and I'm going to feel like crap and um, it's going to be horrible. Then I write T and W, which means truth and wisdom. And then I'll say, you know, the higher part of myself will write down, um, you know, people may say things, but I can stay calm within myself. I have tools. I can run to the bathroom for a couple of minutes if I need to just breathe or I need a break. Um, I'm going to pay attention to my body, you know, whatever it is. And then the fear part may come back and say, yeah, but, you know, this person is super loud and super annoying and I don't want to sit next to them. T and W, truth and wisdom. Yes, yes. But just remember self that this is an, you know, a finite amount of time. I don't have to do this every day. I'm strong. I'm resilient. I can do this for an hour or two or whatever it is over a weekend. I can do this. And you can go back and forth. And I do that to myself. Fear, truth and wisdom, fear, truth and wisdom. So I process it before, especially before I go into a situation like this. And then our fourth cornerstone is spiritual growth, which we spoke about a little bit with um, Trisha's last question, meditation, centering yourself, going into that space of equanimity and serenity and stillness. And so highly recommend, Stan, that you meditate before you go into any family situations. It doesn't mean you won't get triggered. It doesn't mean you won't get riled up, but it does mean that you're putting yourself in the best possible situation that you can as you go in. And that's all we can do is strengthen ourselves, fortify ourselves, do our best. And then while you're in it, Stan, um, like I said, just keep checking in with yourself, keep your breath going, keep checking in with your body, letting things rise up and fall and remind yourself that, you know, you don't have to do this every day. So that's really a positive note. And then afterwards, you can give yourself a little treat. You know, take a nice hot shower, make yourself a nice elixir, uh, do something really nice for yourself, and reward yourself for being strong and resilient. Thank you so much for your question. I send you lots of love out there to Montana, a state that I have never been to, but I would love to go one day. I know it's especially beautiful. 
All right, beauties, we have a short break here, and when I come back, we will have two more questions for you guys on this amazing topic. Hey beauties, you've heard me talk about how important digestion is over the years, and I have an amazing product for you that really does help your digestion day in and day out. It is called the Feel Good Digestive Enzymes, and they are enzymes that you take right before you eat. So you would take them right before lunch, right before dinner, and what they do is they help to break down your food better. It helps to digest the protein, the carbs, and the fat and also to break down fiber because fiber, especially if you're not used to eating a lot of plant food, can make you bloated as well as candida. So the enzymes break everything down so that you get more nutrients from your food, which makes you healthy and beautiful and strong and revitalized. You get more nutrients and it also helps you digest faster so that it helps to prevent bloating. So it's an amazing product and I've been a huge fan of digestive enzymes for a long time. And then we invented our own, we formulated our own, which have very high uh, quantities of lipase, for instance, to break down fat and all these strains. So it's a really balanced, amazing formula. You can check it out over at mysaluna.com and you can use the code wellness15 for 15% off all supplements and skincare. So check it out, mysaluna.com, wellness15. All right, beauties, we are back from our break. Two more questions on dealing with holiday dread. And the first one comes from Bethany, who is from Florida. She writes, holidays are so overwhelming and difficult. I literally feel like telling everyone that I'm not celebrating this year. How can I do this without feeling so guilty? So Bethany, thank you so much for your question, love. I love and totally appreciate your sincerity and your question, and I love that we can be this open with each other. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I'm sorry that the holidays feel overwhelming and difficult. I know I have felt that in the past with certain holidays, um, certain times of my life, and I, I think a lot of us feel that way. We don't, you know, we don't want to feel that um, that it's overwhelming. And the overwhelm comes from our thoughts. It comes from the circular thought patterns. It comes from our reactions to things. Um, so I want to say that up front and, you know, please know that, you know, we can work to shift that. The second part that I want to talk about is the guilty part. Guilt is a very low vibration emotion. Guilt drags us down and it, it doesn't help anyone or anything. So when we're feeling guilty, uh, please know that, you know, s- some passing guilt may, you know, is, is a natural, normal human emotion. And sometimes it, you know, can help correct us back to what feels good and we learn from it. And then we, you know, we stop doing certain things in the future that we have done that doesn't feel good to us. But chronic guilt and guilt when we are um, being authentic is something that, I don't think we need in our lives. Now, for instance, um, one of my dear friends here, who I'll call Larsa, says to me, I feel so guilty because I feel great during this COVID um, 
period, and everybody else seems to be suffering. And I said to her, how is you feeling guilty going to help anyone else? How is it going to do anything? Um, I felt guilty for a moment because I too have felt, um, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate. We live in the mountains. We have space. So I've had less of a difficult period than I know some others have. And my heart and love goes out to everyone that is suffering right now. But for me, when we're in a higher vibration, I can serve more. I can put more love out and hopefully help to raise others' energy. Um, so, so guilt is you no know, not something that is a positive. Again, the chronic guilt is not a positive thing that's helping anything. So, what I would say to your question, Bethany, is first of all, honor your feelings and honor where you are. And if you really authentically feel that. Um, the holidays in general, or maybe certain events. Uh, I don't know, you know, what it's like, how much it shifted for you this year, but, um, if certain things really do not feel good to you and don't feel healthy, um, then there's a way to say that with compassion and authenticity and just say, you know, it's been a really overwhelming period with everything going on. And I really feel that I need to take care of myself and I'm just going to sit this one out. So you make it be about yourself and your feelings. And that's a very clear line and a very healthy boundary. And that can easily be respected. Someone doesn't respect that, then they have their own issue. Um, if we leave it ambiguous, then someone may interpret it as, oh, is there, you know, do you have a problem with coming over to my house? Or do you have a problem with me or whatever? But if you really make it about yourself and about taking care of yourself, then that is such a powerful place to come. So I want to address that. Like, that is okay to take care of yourself. It is okay to have healthy boundaries um, and that should be respected. But the first part of your question, I want to go back to for a moment, this overwhelm and difficulty. Um, again, overwhelm comes from our thought patterns. So what I would say to you, Bethany, is just to observe you know, what thoughts are coming up and to breathe through them and to sit in them. I recently talked about digesting our feelings on um, one of my little Instagram posts, my little meditation posts over there. And what I have found personally, and I wasn't taught this as a child, but something that I've really, really learned has helped me so much with overwhelm and difficult feelings is sitting in the feelings when they come up. So it's like, it's uncomfortable and we're not really used to it. And we want to run away we want to distract, we want to blame. The thoughts can say, oh, that person's an a-hole and this shouldn't have happened and this and this. But if we put that aside and we let the feelings be felt in our body, it's like digesting food. We can deeply, deeply go into the feeling. And what happens, as Michael Singer says in his fabulous book, The Untethered Soul, it's like pulling a thorn out of you. It's like, eventually, that's a form of digestion where that feeling comes to a completion and can be released. The problem is if we don't see a feeling through to completion, it can become encrypted in our cells, repressed, suppressed, pushed down. And there's amazing research around this as well. And then what happens is a similar situation triggers us or being around that person. So holidays brings up a lot for people because we have a lot of, unpro a lot of us have a lot of unprocessed stuff from our childhood. So it feels like it's happening. It feels like it's happening in real time when we're around those situations and those people. So again, 
Um, anytime something like this comes up, even thinking about it, I would encourage you just try sitting in it instead of running from it. You know, this is the shamanic work of transformation, right? Is we sit in the shadow, we see the shadow, we don't run from the shadow and we let the shadow start to unfold and we, we learn from it. It teaches us and we love ourselves. Even when we have those shadow sides, we love the wholeness. We love the completeness. We love it because that's part of our work and it's part of how we move forward. So that's one thing that I would say, encourage you um, to do, Bethany, because for your own sake, not for anyone else, but for you to really get past some of this overwhelm, to get past some of these big feelings which are inside of you, let them be felt. Let them have their day in the sun. (laughs) That's what they want. They want you to face them and then they can be let go. Now, sometimes deeper, deeper energies um, come up a couple times and you have to feel them and feel them, you know, bigger things that happen like grief. You know, the tidal waves of grief. Um, You know, my mom passed away three years ago now and there was, you know, big, big cries, big feelings right when it happened. But then literally three days ago, I was looking at a, fa- I was showing hubby John a family album and I was saying, Hey, look at this picture when I was a baby. Doesn't this look like Moses's face? You know, we were opening up to just look at our childhood pictures. And I saw a picture of me and my mom when I was about uh, Bubby's age, when I was about four. And I just whew, hit me and so painful. And, um, it comes, it comes and it goes. So we don't know, but I do know that letting myself feel that pain and that grief and crying and the intensity feels so good to feel. It feels so freeing afterwards. And it doesn't really last more than intensity, five, 10 minutes. So I would encourage you to try that, Bethany. See how it feels in your body. See what you can release. And again, like I said, honor your, see, you know, see how you feel. Honor your authenticity. Make it be about yourself and, you know, nothing to do with anyone else should you choose to sit out in any of the holiday events or maybe all of them. And that's okay. Our last question. Thank you so much, my love. And our last question comes from Susan, who is in Louisiana. And she writes, I'm financially strapped right now with COVID and it breaks my heart to not be able to buy gifts for everyone. Any tips on how to make up for this? Oh my gosh, my love, Susan, you are such a beautiful soul and I send you so much love and I can feel your energy through this question of being such a caring person that loves and wants to give, very heart-centered person. So what I would say, Susan, is your loved ones will benefit the most from your love. So however you can give that energy, it could be a personalized video that just shares with that person what they mean to you and how much you love them. That could mean so much like a, like a, um, a video holiday card. But just right from your heart, if someone sent that to me, that would mean way more to me than getting a sweater or, (laughs) you know, some material gift, which is nice. But let's be honest, the gifts from the heart are what we remember, what sticks with us, which, um, what really matters. So that's an idea or, you know, a beautifully written card that you make. Maybe you get some, um, you know, crafty stuff. 
Caitlin is an amazing crafter. She would have a lot of great ideas right now, but let's say you just get some of those, um, I don't know, <laughs> uh, stickers, markers, like those little balls that you can paste together. You make some really like beautiful cards and you just write out from your heart. What people really want, I think in the, in the deepest, deepest depths of our soul, what we really want and thrive off of is connection. We want to feel connected to ourselves. We want to feel connected to other humans. We want to feel seen. We want to feel understood. And so all these from the heart ways of connecting, I really think, Susan, are going to light up all your loved ones. Just saying what they mean to you, saying how you feel about them, how you love them. Um, you know, whether it's audio or visual or text or you draw something or you create something, um, I think that's, you know, that's the power here. And that's one of the powers, the positive parts of COVID has been this stripping away, I think, of, you know, illusion and veils and thinking that we need so much more than we need and we need to go out all the time and we need to buy this and we need all this stuff. And you realize, gosh, I don't need all this stuff. I don't miss all this stuff that I thought that I needed and I thought was such an integral part of my life. So we've been stripped down to core that like real beliefs, real values, really what's important. And what's really important is love and connection, Susan. And so again, I can feel that you're such a beautiful heart-centered person. So just let that shine through in all the ways that feel authentic to you for the holidays. And guess what? It may be the best gifts that you've ever given anybody. So I cannot wait to hear more about that. Please share with us what you've decided to do. And please do not feel bad or guilty in any way. Many, many people are struggling with COVID. This is you know, completely out of your control. But what you can do is shift, reframe, dig in a little bit deeper, see um, you know, what that person you know, would love to hear, what you would want to share from your heart, and make it be about that. Wow, beauties. This is one of my favorite shows. I have to say that just the just the heartfeltness, the authenticity of these questions and the fact, again, that we can be so open with each other in our community um, is, is so uh, beautiful and wonderful and um, really does, making, does really make me feel so much joy. So thank you so much for being part of our community and I love you so much. But before we sign off, I want to leave you with a thought or a quote of the week. And again, um, with, ho- with holiday season upon us, um, it's an extra charged time. And I understand that. And this is, you know, where we want to just recenter, come back in. So take a deep breath and remember this. These are from the wise, the quote of the week is, From the wise words of Eckhart Tolle, who writes, Stress is caused by being here, but wanting to be there. Again, stress is caused by being here, but wanting to be there. So this reminds me a little bit of, um, and I didn't think this, I never read the questions before the show, by the way, because I just like to go in, um, in that present moment and see what wisdom comes through, what, you know, what connection comes through. 
I don't want to plan. I don't want to, you know, just uh, um, think through what I'm going to say first because I feel like that could feel a little bit stagnant. And I really like to connect. So anyways, it's pure coincidence or, you know, you say nothing's really a coincidence because everything's energy in the world and matching frequencies and so on. But this uh, um, saying uh, sort of matches the first question when we were talking with uh, Trisha about letting go of expectations, right? Because there's the stress. So as we sail into the holidays, can we just take it one breath at a time and just show up as it is and realize, you know, maybe we don't want to be with all these relatives. Maybe we want it to look a certain way, but that's just not how it is. And that just creates more suffering. So let us be here now. Let us feel here now. Let us breathe through this moment. Embrace it. Let it show us. Let it teach us. Let us let us enjoy it, revel it, however it shows up. But just being here now is our power. So I'm going to leave you with that. Contemplate that. See how that resonates for you and your life, how it's relevant. I send you so much love, 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 love. And I will see you back here Monday for our next interview podcast. Till then, take care and big warm hug wherever you are. <laughs>